Good morning and welcome to Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. And we're happy to be with you on this Monday, March 16th, the day after the Ides of March. Frank! You have to beware the Ides of March. Of all the Ides, that's the biggest of the Ides. See, like for two months straight, I I went and had a blissful life not ever having to hear Ides, but well, now to, it's back. I used to celebrate every <laughs> Wednesday as the Ides of the week. Because I'm trying to point out that every month has an Ides, just because it's not only, it's not like Cinco de Mayo. Every month has a Cinco. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have Cinco de Junio. But Ides just means you the middle. What's special about that? Well, because Julius <laughs> Caesar and Shakespeare, and, and he gets stabbed in the back on the Ides of March. The, the soothsayer warns Caesar, beware the Ides of March. And he still so, gets stabbed in the back. Wait uh, a second, that's a bad thing. Why would you be celebrating the Ides if, it's, if it means you're going to get stabbed? No, no, it's you, you, you're warning, beware the Ides of March. It's a, it's a famous quote. It's like Romeo and Juliet, wherefore art thou? It's one of those things that people say. It just sounds like a dangerous All right. Well, anyway, my wife's birthday is the Ides of March. <laughs> so I have for my entire married life known to beware the Ides of March. And I didn't even get her a card this year because of, you know... How but, dare you? Well, I asked her. She said, you can just sign the one with my, from my work people. So I did. And, uh, <laughs> but we had, and she, she bought her own present back around Christmas time. She wanted to go to see Amy Grant in concert. Mm -hmm. So we buy these tickets months and months ago. And we're thinking, well, is there going to be an Amy Grant concert? Because, you know, social distancing. So we look it up and sure enough, it's not been canceled yet. They have not yet closed the Tennessee theater. So we go on Friday night and there's a pretty good crowd there. And Amy Grant keeps talking about, well, here we are on the last night of the tour, also known as the second night of the tour. And then at one point toward the end, she says, can you imagine? This might be the only concert going on in the world right now. I was expecting you to say that. Can you imagine? This is the Ides of our concerts. Well, that's, and that, there was an intermission. <laughs> there was an Ides in the concert. They but actually, she didn't say Ides. They took up a collection. They were asking you to adopt children in third world countries. And Aww. they took a, and the guy comes out and does a, a homily or a sermon, I guess, and then um, they take up a collection. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This actually happened at the Amy Grant concert. Why are you laughing? Because it felt like church. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because a guy comes out and does a sermon, and then they take up a collection. But then there was a long, supposedly 15-minute intermission. It felt longer. Now, because the concert was, I mean, it started right on time at the stroke of 8, and we were still there at 11. Well, who's Amy Grant? Oh. I, I don't know who she is. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. Because back when I was your age, uh, my wife and I liked to go to see Amy Grant. And I can even tell you she's a famous pop singer who was previously a famous gospel singer. Okay, so singer. And she was married to some guy named uh, Gary Chapman, and they broke up. And now I think she's still married to Vince Gill. I don't know who he is He's either. a country guy <laughs> who's now in the Eagles. And his daughter, her stepdaughter, was one of the backup singers. Jenny Gill was up there singing. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with Amy Grant, not because of her gospel music. And now my wife and her sisters liked Amy's gospel music. And I fell in love one day when I was at work at 105 WAVA. And I was going to the bathroom. And I'm going back to the back of the room, back of the radio station, just to use the restroom and that's where the refrigerator was and the microwave and all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And they are sitting on a chair next to the refrigerator, just kind of waiting, is this gorgeously beautiful young woman. And it, is it Amy Grant? It's Amy Grant. And you and, saw her live And in she's person. waiting there at this radio station for the dum-dum program director, music director, to spend some time talking to this 
new artist whom they've never heard of, but she's working it. This is what you had to do in those days. I mean, Janet Jackson came to the radio station trying to get a meeting with these guys. That's pretty cool. All sorts of people would come to the radio station because that's how it worked. So Amy Grant is sitting there, and they treat her like a second-class citizen, and she's sitting back there next to the refrigerator, and I made small talk with her because I felt bad mm -hmm. that there's this beautiful woman sitting here and that no one's paying any attention to her. And finally, they met with her, and they started playing the song Baby Baby, and then we played all of her hits. Wait, wait, Baby Baby, that's that's her song? Not the Justin Bieber one. No, 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 it's like, Baby Baby, that's all I know. That's not it. That's not it, no. <laughs> uh, baby, baby. Da, 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 oh, is that the song that's da, Ariana da, Grande? Something with emotion. I don't know. Like we did. Can anyone please help me out in the comments? If you know... Santa, if you can... tell me, are you really there? That does sound like the tune to Baby Baby. Yeah. If you could please, in the comments on Facebook Live, help me explain to Kira who Amy Grant is. Anyway, so then she's Good now popular. So then she's popular, and a year later, she's playing arenas. I mean, like basketball arenas. In fact, she even referenced that at the Tennessee Theater. We used to play basketball arenas. And we went, and I worked at WAVA, so we got to go. We had tickets, and we had backstage passes, and we got to go meet Amy Grant again at this, you know, the height of her career, which would have been, I looked it up, uh, 1988. Wow, sounds like she has a number one fan. What year were you born? <laughs> 97. Okay, all right, I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that then everything else for the weekend got canceled. I was going to go to the St. Patrick's Parade. That got canceled. I was going to go, um, had some place to go on Sunday. That got canceled. So I had nothing. I, I was like, doing gardening. I was so out, bored out of my mind. And then even last night, um, instead of taking my wife out to dinner for the Ides of March, which is her uh. birthday, we stayed home and had leftover shepherd's pie. She'd made shepherd's pie for pie day, which is always the day before her birthday. Clever. And we had leftover <laughs> that, and we watched a show on Amazon Prime. That was, th that was the big birthday date night. That sounds like a good time, though. Like, memories were made. Yeah, except I feel like I got to pick the shows. We watched a documentary about Mel Brooks, and then we watched, um, what's her face, Emma, what's that lady? Um, Oh, I can tell you the character's name with Catherine Newberry, but the British lady, you know, who played a late-night talk show host. Oh, give me a second. I want to say Emma Thompson. Is that her name? Yes, that's right. She was, she's like in a lot of the Pride and Prejudice type movies. You're asking the wrong person. Show me a picture of I Emma Thompson. I have no idea who any of the people Frank brings up are. <laughs> oh, come on. Apparently all of that went into the, when it's now, it says, I have no idea who any of the people Frank brings up. Well, Deb Emma Thompson. <laughs> Deborah says, good morning, beautiful and handsome. Yeah, that's her. Good morning, Deborah. Emma, do you recognize Emma Thompson? Nope. She was in, she played Trelawney in uh, Harry Potter. Anyone? I've not seen Harry Potter. Okay, so we're going to take a break. <laughs> no, I, I, all right, oh my. All right, because I could go on and on and on about this. Yeah, well, do you know who I do recognize? Who's that? Matt Cameron from TWRA. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. A handsome, dashing man. Keep Matt, going. how are you? Keep going. I'm oh, yeah. great now. Heck, y'all have done, built me up. So, Well, <laughs> we're delighted that you're here. You know, this is uh, the first time you've been with us since we switched to the new live format five days a week. So this means yes, that if you've got a comment about fish or game or boating or licensing, any of the things, uh, we can answer those for you live on the show today with Matt Cameron from TWRA. So it was good to have you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me back, especially live. It's yeah. exciting. Now, this time of year, of course, with social distancing, there's a lot of things you can do out in the wild that would qualify. You know, yeah, you could go sit in a boat by yourself in the middle of the lake 
and not get any germs from anybody. Which is a dream come true for most people to get to be out and be in nature. Yeah. Enjoy the solitude, so take advantage of that. Great point. All right. So uh, this time of year, we're talking now, it's just past the Ides of March. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> what is that again? No. Midway point. Yeah. We're one day past the Ides of March. Uh, <laughs> we're wondering, um, what would you do? What type of season are we entering into when we talk about uh, boating season, fishing season, hunting season, so on? Yes, sir. Uh, spring is, uh, for fishermen, it's kind of like Christmas for the rest of us. Ooh. When water temperatures begin to warm, uh, a lot of fish will make their spawning runs and begin to stage up, and they are very, very catchable at that point. Like walleye, for example, on Douglas Lake, French Broad River, uh, they're staging up for their spawn right now, which will yeah. happen when the water temperature gets about 55 degrees, they'll actually do their spawning. Yeah. Uh, then fishing gets slow. Uh, but post-spawn, it picks up again. So right now, yeah, if you're a fisherman at all, you'll want to get out and try to try to get into the walleye. Uh, sauger will spawn right after them, so they're also moving up. Wait, what type of water should I be looking for? Like a, a stream that's running toward me, and you try to get ahead of the fish's nose? Who was that telling us about that the other day? Where you cast the, the fly just in front of the fish's nose while he's swimming upstream. Was that Bob Bell? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that that type of fish, or are we talking about you going out in the lake and you're dropping a line lower? Which is which of these ones you're talking about? Well, and our, our reservoirs here are rivers that have been flooded to create a lake, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lakes are drawn down right now, so you've got all this flow coming downstream. And when water temperatures and day length, well, water temperatures get warm, day length gets longer, it triggers those fish to start moving upstream. So yeah. we're talking bigger. Bigger water, uh, not necessarily like uh, fishing out here in the national park and smaller streams. We're talking bigger rivers. Okay. So they'll uh -huh. go up into these bigger rivers to uh, to spawn. So like Douglas Lake. Correct. The upper end of Douglas so. Lake, uh, right now Rankin and uh, Leadville area are, uh -huh. are where the fish are being caught right now. So. And that's the closest advantage. lake to us here is Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. The French Broad River and the uh, Nolichucky River come together to make Douglas Lake. Mm -hmm. So that's just now if you're up the same river that comes down right right through uh, Sevierville. Yeah. The French Broad, but that's below Douglas Dam. So we're talking above. Douglas Dam I, further on up. I uh, was, I don't know why I was Googling this or why I found this out, but the French Broad River, third oldest in the world. That's cool. Can you believe it? It's, it's tied river. with another one. Not that it's, you know, and by tied, I mean it's within like, you know, thousands of years. But mm -hmm. the geologists did something. French Broad's the one that we cross over, right? When it's Sevierville, right? Yeah, coming down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one, I not the Holston, but the French Broad. I get them, I got to remember to keep those separate. But I looked this up and I thought, that can't be true. How could the third oldest river be in the world be the one that I drive over to come to work? But it is. They figured this out. They, they have some formula where they look at mountains and they look at erosion and, and things that cut into mountains. So imagine like the Grand Canyon, the Colorado River, right? That has to cut through all of that stuff to get down there, to be a river. That's how the Grand Canyon is made. So they can look and they can measure and they can count and things. But in certain circumstances, where the river appears to be as old as the mountains or older than the mountains, they've figured this out and they got a list on Wikipedia of the oldest rivers in the world. And there it is, number there's two of them that come in at third. And one of those is French Broad. No, no one believes me. Can we, can we? I need a Wikipedia. I know. We got it over here. <laughs> Diane says uh, she can't wait. She turned 65 this year, and she's going to get her lifetime fishing license. How would somebody go about getting a, a lifetime? Let me have that. I'm going to look up world's great, oldest great rivers. Question. I think, I feel like Congratulations to Diane, by the way. That that's exciting. Um, you can go online and download the application and then mail it with a check to our office in Nashville. It's probably the easiest way to do it. Okay. Uh, we do have a regional office in Morristown. You can go in there in person, uh, fill out the application, pay for it in person, and we'll, we'll send it in for you. But that's the two options for it. 
That's really cool. So is it the same kind of process for like hunting and things like that too? The license she's probably getting will cover her for hunting and fishing both. Awesome. Well, have you ever heard of cast lining? Okay. <laughs> cast lining? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. No. Well, hang on a second. Let's get it. I know we're getting into oh, cast lining, but I would like to point out that the seven oldest rivers in the world, I found it. All right, I'm going to try to get it up here on uh, the on the thing. How do I make that bigger? Um, um, I don't like the way this looks. Do? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't like the way it looks. Oh, you just clicked the space bar. You didn't actually click on it. There right. you go. All right. So here we go. Oh, can, I, can you show this on the screen, please? The oldest rivers in the world. And I'm going to scroll down now. And the Nile is number seven. The Colorado is number six. That's the one that cut the Grand Canyon. Then going down a little further, the Susquehanna, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New York comes in at number five. These are the world. Remember, Nile was on this list. Here we go. Number four, French Broad River, over 300 million years old. Wow. Now, the list that I saw on, um, on Wikipedia had it tied for third. So whatever was tied with whatever the next one is, which was the Meuse <laughs> River that runs through France, Belgium, and the Netherlands, the Meuse. And then uh, let's, while we're at it, we may as well look and see. Uh, the New River, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, is the second oldest, 360 million years old. And then number one, the Finke River in Australia. So there we go. Going back to the, my point, pardon me while I scroll again, everybody. I'm going to show you <laughs> that uh, the French Broad River, according to this oldest.org, is the fourth oldest in the world at 300 million years. Imagine all of the like skeletons in there, fossils. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. What have you ever? I'm not much of a geologist. I don't think the Earth's as old <laughs> as uh, as that, but that's just my personal belief. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going with that. I'm going that if, in terms of the world, the French Broad is the third or fourth oldest in the world. Okay, we can go. We can agree on that, right? We can. Sure. <laughs> I have never done research on the age of rivers, so I have no argument. Well, neither have I, except just now. <laughs> I heard that somewhere, and I thought, that's unbelievable. I need to make that a question on Scholars Bowl. All right. Now, let's talk about cast lining, because yes. the real reason you're here, Matt, is so that Kira, uh, I'm, I would like to get some advice for Kira. <laughs> and what would you call this, and what kind of license would you need if you're throwing a fishing line into the water with nothing on the end of it. Absolutely nothing. So if we're standing... <laughs> I don't think it'd cast, you don't have anything on Let's it. suppose okay. that we decide to do a bit and we're hanging off the bridge and dropping our line into the third or fourth oldest river in the world, which is the French Broad. And you drive by and you're like, what are you two lunatics doing trying to fish off the bridge? And we're like, oh no, no, <laughs> we're just dropping a line in the water with no hook. What's the point, I guess? Is, Thank you. Um, Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I am a vegetarian. I've been one for 10 years. I don't like harming things. I don't like harming fish or anything. Right. So, like, this is my humane way of fishing because I'm a country girl. <laughs> could you catch some kelp or something? I mean, there's got to be some kind of seaweed you could eat. I have caught a lot of grass. <laughs> so, Kira's idea is to take, do you take a weight, like a little sinker? Well, I actually have my pole right there. All right. So, Matt, Kira has gone out. <laughs> and purchase a gummy worm or whatever what is this an alligator i don't really know what it is yeah, you tie, put this on here is this going to work if you get if you cast this over at brad is it going to work it might it might stick to its head here, i don't really this is real this is a, this actual, is a real pole so you, you really you do this i do all the time this is insane so i don't have a push button uh what, yeah, pole. What, 
who needs one? Oh, I right, because this is more fun. You like flip this up and then you like bring it back. Watch out. Oh, there's no hook. And you like go. There's, no dan there's zero danger of this. So <laughs> yeah. just go ahead. Just throw it over there at okay. Rich and Brad and see what you get. <laughs> okay. All right, now, so you've, you've cast your yep. wacky wall walker gator. <laughs> yeah. Now, what do you, how would, as a professional um, huntsman, fisherman, what do you describe, how would you describe this insanity? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna <laughs> just say good luck and have a nice day. And now you've caught one of your own hairs off the floor. <laughs> I, I wish you could yeah. see this, but this this sticky gator thing has yeah. a very long. You know how long the blonde hair is? It's about exactly this long. <laughs> I could take that hair. I could see aside this hair, and totally match this to your head. It's the exact <laughs> shade. It's the exact length. Matt, would you agree? As a, uh, uh, if you were a criminalist. Would you agree that this, there's no doubt, beyond any sh no doubt, that that hair belongs to the one and only Kira Cup? Looking around the room, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Wow. It, it matches the color, it matches the length. It does. There, there's no one else in this room with hair that length or that color. So. I wonder how many of these we could catch. It's a great way to clean the house. We can release them too. We're going to release our own hairs. <laughs> catch and release our own hairs. So you really do this? You really go out and I really cast do. that into the I don't really water. use this. I usually just put like a weight on it. So Matt, if, if you were had a hook and you caught a fish and released the fish, what kind of license do you need for catch and release? Uh, just our general type 01 combination hunting fishing license. It's, uh, How do it's, you get that? Um, you can get them online. You can get them through the TWRA on the go app. Mm -hmm. You can get them in person in uh, any store that sells uh, sporting goods. You can pick them up there. So there's, there's several ways to pick them up. But yeah, so if you had a hook on there, I would consider <laughs> that fishing. You know, that does look kind of like some kind of water creature that a fish could actually bite, but without okay. a hook on it, um, yeah. I don't know that that would stand up in court if I took so a cure to court with that. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. If after the show, the three of us take a jaunt down half a mile to the Little Pigeon River, and we film a bit of Kira trying to throw this in the water, we would not need a license. We would be okay. Are you attempting to catch a fish? Well, no, no. I don't, I don't want to catch a fish. If I catch a fish, I wouldn't know what to do. So you're just casting it for the enjoyment of just, yeah, just being casting. out there? That's why she calls it cast lining. Yeah, because I just like to do that. She's created just, just, just do this. an you entire can do this. new world here. I have. I guess it, you, you <laughs> are outdoors. It gives, you, on this whole it gives you an opportunity to be outdoors. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So no license. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't issue the citation. I'll just say that. Okay, if you're attempting you. to take or catch fish, then... You need a license. If you're That's not, the opposite um, of the intended effect: is to to drive the fish away. Yeah. To keep them away from this this thing. I would be very okay. upset if I accidentally caught a fish. You'd be upset. Yeah, I used to have a fishing license, and I would use a hook, but I wouldn't use any bait. <laughs> that's where. The, yeah, that's where the whole idea for this came from. Okay. So. Yeah. You would put an empty hook in the water. I would, because I didn't want to actually catch a fish, because I wouldn't know how to take it off. Right, because the hooks are bad for fish. Yeah. I suppose if they swallow it. Yeah. Okay. And Let's take this to the next level, Kira. Let's suppose you're walking through the woods and there's deer and there's bear. Okay. And you don't want to catch one. What would you throw at them? Nothing. You you but don't you, <laughs> you don't go near them. But you're throwing something <laughs> at the fish. What if there's a lot of fish? What if there's, you don't know, what if there's a school of fish that's swimming upstream in the in Little Pigeon River when we go there later today? And you land it right on the middle of them. They'll probably just look at it like people who look at the other people who are hoarding toilet paper right now. <laughs> that's, that's just what I think. 
I don't know. <laughs> okay. Matt, would you like to try cast lining? I'd like to see how you do. You go for it. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Since we're not outside and. Uh, and while you're doing that, we have <laughs> a question from Deborah. She says, "Does oh, that was a good shot? Oh my gosh, I was that going was. for the screen, but it'd be my luck. I'd knock one of these no, I cameras. Think oh, it's a left hand. You caught the electrical. You caught wires. the tripod. Well done. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Hunter's freaking out. <laughs> we not, well done, Matt. Did that you catch any of Kira's other hairs I or so. cuticles? I see one. All right. I see it's one. It's a shorter one. Sure. That could be Frank's. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah. It's certainly possible. That's a nice reel, though. You have a pretty good outfit here. Thank Even you. Even though it's left-handed. It's, oh, is it? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> For me, anyway. I'm right-handed. Uh, so that's a left-handed reel? Yeah, well, you have to get a hold of it with your left-handed reel with your right hand. Uh, most guys that are right-handed would prefer to hold it with the right hand with their left hand. Kind of like playing a guitar, you know, you do the oh, work yeah, yeah. With, the, <laughs> with the left hand. Well, this is my own sport that I've invented, and you got to do it with a left-handed pole. <laughs> and a wacky, what do you call that thing? I, well, it used to be, there's a thing called the wacky wall walker, wacky and that wall. reminds me of the wacky wall walker. <laughs> going to bite? I might. What If you catch me, then it'll ruin your whole plan. I know. How am I going to detach a Frank from... You know, if I if, if I were to be injured by your thing, it wouldn't that, would that be better or worse than injuring a fish? It'd be better. Oh come on! Because you wouldn't be an animal. Well, technically you're an animal, but <laughs> so animals are higher ranked than humans in your in your world. Yeah, because they're they're kind of pure. <laughs> humans <wanna> are mean. <laughs> 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 well, I can't disagree with that lo that part of the logic, but all right, okay. Um, let's get back to the TWRA, <laughs> back to the website. Thank there you for you the go. cast lining. Thank you. You can hold on to it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't it. really know what to do with it. Okay. Just lay it on the desk. Just I mean, hang out you know. right here. That way, when you tune in, someone tuning in just now will say, why do they have that thing there? You can go back and rewind to the beginning. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this show, I highly recommend that you go to YouTube, Roku, or Facebook to catch the video of Matt Cameron uh, doing a perfect cast in our studio with this sticky alligator toy. And Kira did a fine job as well. Thank you, thank you. Both did excellent jobs of casting. So like Jessica Bates, for example, who's just joining in with us, you might want to rewind and, and see what you missed so far because <laughs> I, I did not, I don't know about this. This is just crazy talk. It's the new thing. All right. So, Matt, you were saying that it's fishing time. It's uh, let's talk about boating safety as well, because we also got to talk about, you know, being apart from others. And out on a boat, it's not bad, unless you're on a boat with all the sick people. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be <laughs> then you're Then you're, it's the opposite problem. You're, you're trapped in close quarters with somebody, you know, you, want, you don't want to be apart. So, like a smaller boat where you're solo? Yeah, yeah. Um, fortunately, we don't have big waterways and you don't end up on a boat with a lot of people that you don't know in particular. If yeah, you're out yeah. there, you're probably going to be intended to be with the people that you're with. Like so. a boating buddy. You should always, it's kind of like um, someone to look out for you in case you fall in. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, going going hunting or fishing alone does carry certain inherent risks with it, especially if you're going a far distance from, from shore by yourself or in a remote area, or if you're, uh, if you're hunting by yourself in remote areas. Yeah. Where you have folks that end up getting lost and all sorts of health issues. So it is advisable to go with someone right. for safety reasons. Of course, of course. Um, all right, well, cool. So uh, boating is coming back. Is really, it's, it, we've had a very early spring here in uh, the southeast, you know, and the mm -hmm. Bradford pears are already causing us all to sniffle, which everyone thinks we've got some disease now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go ahead and say the C word? I can say coronavirus. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, we have to be careful. We have to be do our social distancing, which is why, you know, you and I are 
are the proper distance apart. <laughs> I'm quarantined over here. <laughs> they tried to put me in a bubble when I came in the studio. Kira's in a low risk category. She doesn't. <laughs> so yeah, um, in addition to fishing, uh, the wild turkey season is just around the corner here in East Tennessee. Oh, tell and, me more uh, about that. Yeah, um, you, you hunt wild turkey in the spring, uh, simply for the reason that- But Thanksgiving is in the fall. It is, hopefully you get your spring gobbler and you can keep them until the fall, put them in the freezer. Okay. But it's, it's a breeding season, you know, just like you hunt deer in the fall during the breeding season, because that's when most of the activity is, um, that the turkeys are out there getting ready to do their thing and the, the, the gobblers are vocal. And that's what makes turkey hunting so fun is you go into the woods early and just as it's cracking daylight, if you listen, he'll usually tell you where he's at and that gives you a chance to go and set up on him and try to call him in. Mm -hmm. So he's making himself known to the females. They're oh. talking back and he expects them, the females to come to him, the hens. Yeah. So we're kind of doing it in reverse. You're calling him as a female, trying to get the male to come to you. So it's a little bit oh. of reverse psychology. Oh, all right. I wonder, uh, Kara, if you should use a um, super soaker or a Nerf gun <laughs> to go turkey hunting. <laughs> hey, even if you don't, want to hunt, don't want to harm an animal, it's still an awesome thing to go out and just experience nature well, coming a, to life in the springtime. Kira is a great nice. photographer and we've oh, yeah. heard about photos so far. with a yeah, camera then. I have been wanting to, to do nature photography. So you would, you would, you you would call, you'd pretend you're a lady turkey. Okay. And you would call the tom turkey toward you. Okay, so. That, that's the male. So, oh, yeah. so what's the woman sound like? Awesome. You got a gobble. Is that right? That's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I feel like love is in the air. <laughs> so you, we can go turkey hunting with Kira, but no guns, just a camera. No guns, just yeah. a camera. Oh yeah, because you'd be Don't. shooting them. Because you know what, Shoot I think them. the super, I've heard this. Catch Tell me if this is true. They always talk about that turkeys are so dumb that they will drown in the rain if given the opportunity. Would a, a super soaker water gun potentially drown the turkey? Nah, I don't. I don't think so. Good. All right. I was worried about that because I don't want Kira to hurt anybody. But I think it would be fun to wet the turkey. I wouldn't even do that. That'd if be you know mean. what I mean. What? I wouldn't even do that. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We got some great uh, comments. Our friends at uh, Rowdy Bear Ridge are telling us that they are open. Yes. Or aren't, aren't open. Or they said are open. Oops, was we a, are. I, a I, I, sorry, I hit the wrong one. Of all the ones I hit, I hit the wrong one. Um, uh, Rowdy Bear Ridge is open, so if mm -hmm. you're looking for some place to go and uh, experience, and some of those things you can do solo, right? You ride down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've been there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's um, these different coasters that they have, and they have like this, it's almost like a zip lining coaster kind of thing. It's really cool. But you do it, you know, with your social distancing. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, we're going to take a, a quick break and run a, a quick commercial. Matt, thank you so much for yeah, visiting thank us. thank you, Matt. My pleasure. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show with some sports and some news, but if you have time, I mean, I don't know what your schedule's like today, but if you have a minute, I really would like to drive over to the Pigeon River and, and film Kira throwing this thing in the lake with your supervision, or in the river. Maybe. All right. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do the kiddie pool out back. That, that could work, too. Do you have one? I don't have a kiddie pool, but we have many buckets. All right, we'll just land it in a bucket. Okay. Ah, just <laughs> we asked an actual wildlife resources agent about throwing nothing into the water. Okay, that's my, I'm sorry about that. It's just, I had it's to. brand new. You've caught me off guard today. Well, imagine how I feel. I've been trying to deal with this for a couple of weeks, trying to wrap my head around the idea. We'll be back with more of Morning in the Mountains. Uh, Matt Cameron is our guest. Thank you again, Matt, for your yes, cup. I'm Frank Murphy. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We're right back.
Here's a look at some upcoming events in and around the Smoky Mountains. It is morning in the mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. Kira Castlining Cup. I am. <sighs> Poor uh, Matt Cameron. I know. From the TWRA. When <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're in the commercial, Matt's leaving. And Kira looks at me and says, Do you think I upset him? <laughs> I said, I think I upset him more. But I didn't mean to. I mean, I love yeah. Matt Cameron. I just, yeah, he's great. But I had to know. I was worried because we, uh, we had this idea for a bit on a nice day to go cast lining. Mm -hmm. And I have this fear that we're going to be out of season and we're going to get a ticket. I know. But now I think we have it on good authority. Right. Or, you know, like <laughs> you can go cast lining without any water. So we might can What's just do that. What's the point of that? Because <laughs> you cast the line. That's To where? Oh. To I mean just to the rug? Well, we could have a bucket. We could have a kid pool. We could have well, you standing there and I try to knock you in the head with it. <laughs> This is like when you go to the, the amusement, not the fair, the, like, not even, it's hardly even a county fair, but even like the small time, um, like church fair in the parking lot, mm -hmm. where they have a thing for the children to like yeah, try to pick up ping pong balls or try to pick up, you know, toys. Yeah. That's what this is like. It pretty much is. All right. Okay. <laughs> just. I can't even get my head around the idea. You don't. You, you how is it relaxing? Because you, if you're doing it like just anywhere, into well, a bucket. If you're in like pretty scenery, you're just nice and relaxed. You yeah. just cast the line out. It's kind of like sweeping. I don't know if you like to sweep, but no, I do. I, I just like sweeping. I like sweeping. Cast it again. Okay. And then we'll bring in Brad. See okay. Him, see him catch us up, Brad. Love it. Okay. It's it's, it's stuck to the pole. <laughs> Okay, then I guess we'll just Okay, have to Brad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's, uh, it's time for Brad. Well, I was thinking paintball gun for your hunting. Paintball gun. Paintball gun for the, you know, That sounds dangerous. <laughs> well, it does sting a little. And if yeah. you hit a small enough creature, yeah, they might, uh, they might be uh, knocked askance. Could be. Mm -hmm. So Brad has written another one of his famous, famous uh, listicles for our Facebook page. What is the topic of today's uh, listicle, Brad? Well, we have some things you should know if you're here or planning a visit to the Smoky Mountains. Okay. And of course, a lot of things have changed over the last few days, as we all know. And some things you should know if you're planning to be here. Now, Dollywood and some associated shows are closed. We'll have that on our article. I'll tell you a lot more on that. Yeah, Kira and I were all excited. We thought we were going to Dollywood on Friday for Media Day. I was going to breathe the same air as Dolly Parton. I think that it does not count as social distancing because she's <laughs> seventy something years old. I would not advise against it. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think you know they, they've delayed. Uh, they've delayed the whole. Uh, Brad, we need to get your mic fixed. They've delayed the whole um, Dollywood season opening by two weeks. So now instead of it being March fourteenth, mm -hmm. the the event is is going to open now on March twenty eighth, which made yes. me think Dollywood loves publicity. So it tells me I bet you that they will reschedule the media day. That would be nice. So that we can go. It's a matter of when Dolly feels like having it. I hope they do. I want to go there. Because <laughs> the last I heard, and I have to double check this, the last I heard is they might just let the whole Festival of Nations go and just pick it up with the 35th anniversary celebration mm -hmm. and then the new festival after that. Because 
there's not going to be enough time to do the Festival of Nations. Right. That has to be tough for them, though, because you know they've done all kinds of planning. Yeah. A bunch of people. Oh, it's great. I mean, I love all those folks in marketing. I've got so many friends over there in the marketing department at Dollywood mm -hmm. who, um, but they're all really good at their job, so they're going to be able to scramble and, um, and reorganize. Right. But they're smart. They're doing, they're doing what you have to do. Yeah. You know, because at this point, uh, you have to stay separate from strangers. You have to be careful mm -hmm. uh, so that you don't accidentally spread the disease to someone in your own family. You wouldn't want that. That'd be terrible. Yeah. All right, so Brad, you were saying that the number one thing is the on, the, on your listicle is what? The um, different, the changes in schedule, including Dollywood. Right, uh, that's the, the closures. Now, most of the rest of the Smoky Mountain area remains open. Now, that could all change. If you're listening on the podcast or watching a replay, everything I'm telling you may be outdated, but if you go to the listicle, we'll keep that, we will keep that updated for you. It's not as outdated as it used to be when we started the show last year, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it's less outdated because uh, and, 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 and <laughs> we're actually here at 10.39 a.m. on a Monday, yeah. right. March 16th. Yeah. And I have to thank uh, our, our friend Shane Eubanks at PigeonForgeTNGuide.com uh, Pigeon for compiling some of this information. Ripley's, as far as we know now, open, Lumberjack Feud, some of the zipline tours, and Titanic. As we know right this moment, open. National Park is also open, so if you have to do some social distancing, a hiking trail could be just the place for you to be. Mm -hmm. And Rich Haley is going to, we'll talk to him in a moment, but part of his plan for this week is to go out and explore some hiking trails for us for his Friday morning show, uh, Sports in the Smokies. I'm excited for that. This same time, this same channel. Mm -hmm. And you can pick up a good deal on lodging, too, because there have unfortunately been some cancellations. And it's a good time to be here and do your social distancing and self-quarantine in the mountains. I can't think of a better place. Mm. And mm. then uh, we, we do solicit your thoughts and prayers. It's going to be a tough time for the economy. And we've weathered things like this before, particularly at the wildfire, the national park closure a few years ago. And we have a lot of hardworking folks. So uh, if you are here in town going to a restaurant, leave an extra tip. And tomorrow we'll tell you about some ways you can help our local business community in your favorite vacation place. All right. Well, very good. That'll be on our Facebook page at the end of this show. Uh, Brad Lovett, appreciate your uh, your update and your great listicles for us. Thank you. Thank Listicle you, Brad. is a term for an article that takes the form of a list because it's easier to, yeah. to, you know. It's like list plus plus article. Yeah. So listicle. That's works out. Or a list article. Oh, list, uh, you're starting a new thing. I'm starting a lot of new things. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I try it? Yeah, go for it. All right, because this is, I don't think I'm going to do well. I'm worried about this. I'm going to try, how do you, I don't even know okay, how, so to, how to do it. So I'm not, with, so what's. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed, but okay. I don't think it matters. Actually, yeah, this has to point down. All right, so, it does matter. So hold the line hold down. Hold the line here. There All you right. go, and then lift this up. I'm embarrassed that I don't know anything right. about this. Now I'll bring it to the side. And, gonna th and I'm going to throw it. And let it go. All right, can you see this? Can you see that? Can you? Probably. All right, here we go. Right, yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. So yeah. All right, right here there. we go. I'm gonna try to. I think Brad, you better get out of the way. <laughs> it hit the wall. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's literally on the. Oh yeah, I caught. I caught a wall. It's on the wall, and Hunter's right. worried that we're gonna knock over. All right, the I will. Um, I'm sorry, Hunter. <laughs> and then you have to. It's supposed to start. It's literally really stuck to the wall. Great. Poor Hunter, the things we put him through. All right, so now it's stuck to the floor. I'm going to catch another Kira hair. Now it's stuck to the picture. I think I caught the picture of my face on the front of the monitor. You did catch another Kira hair. Oh, what Are you sure? Yes. Maybe you're disgusting. Have we thought about that as a possibility here? 
is it possible that you just shed I think your so. hairs all over this room? I think this is my hair. Who else could it be? I don't it's know. blonde and it's a foot long. Look around the room. Hannah has dark hair. Savannah has dark hair. Karina has dark it hair. It kind of looks red. We have a lot of guests come on the show. All right. This is a red piece of hair. Hey, Rich, do you have any sports for us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, even though most everything is shut down right now. Hang on a second. We've got to get you on camera. There, now you're on. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. So, uh, even though most everything is shut down, we still have some developments in the NFL as they get ready for the fall season, which right now is still on, which is nice. So, baseball's on hold. Basketball's on hold. Hockey's, Hockey's on, on hold. hold. Are they on hold or are they canceled? They're just on hold. They haven't the, actually right. come out and canceled. The college. That in just a second. College canceled. is canceled. All right. So all of our spring and summer sports in college are done. So baseball, softball, all those Whew. are gone. Um, high school too, maybe? High school, we're, we're only having schools closed for a couple of weeks in Sevier County. But the CDC just came out with a recommendation of avoiding gar gatherings over 50 people for the next eight weeks. Oh, boy. So that would take oh us well goodness. into There are some school systems that are May. already talking about the year is over. We'll yeah. come back up in the fall. Because eight weeks from now would be the Ides of May. Yes, it would. Which is really the almost the Ides of the year. That would be May 30th, right? No, the Ides no, of the year would be, would be June, June 30th, July 1st. Right. Because it's a leap year. Exactly. So... <laughs> So, a little bit of sports news that we do have going on. Uh, in the NFL, the Titans have had some activity here in the last few days. Uh, two long-term Titan players have been cut, Ryan Suckup, the kicker, and Delaney Walker, the tight end. Mm -hmm. And it's not a real big surprise because neither one of them played much this season because of in injuries. They're kind of at the end of their football careers. They are... Uh, rapidly coming to the end of the middle of their career. Both oh. of them are good enough that if they get healthy, they'll probably catch on with another team. Okay. Especially the kicker. Right. Because they can last for a while. Yes, they can. All right. The uh, oldest player in the NFL, I believe, was George Blanda, who was a kicker. That's what I remember. Into his, into his 40s. Oh, wow. That's so cool. That's, I thought he was that's, even older. That's ancient <laughs> for a football player. So... Uh, but on the other side, we did get a contract, or the Titans did get a contract with uh, Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback. And uh, that was a really big get because yeah. just like Coach Mike Vrabel said, before he started, the Titans weren't going anywhere. He came in in game six, game seven, and the Titans with him made it all the way to the AFC Championship. Oh, game. so they didn't have him. What do you mean by they didn't have him under contract? They just had like a temporary just yes, at the end of the season? he came contract. in last season. I believe he was part of a deal for a six-round draft pick. Wow. So he came in and he was backing up uh, Marcus Mariota. Mariota struggled. Yeah. Tannehill came in and he did really, really, really well. Good. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other piece to that puzzle was Derrick Henry, and they haven't got a contract with him yet, so they're still working now, on that. I remember him from the playoffs. We were all about yes. Derrick Henry during the playoffs. Yes. I was one of those uh, bandwagon fans who started caring it about football in January. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, because before that, you were a Washington Redskins fan, and they don't have a football team. <sighs> well, they do, sort it's of. They're sad. It's a sad <laughs> state of affairs. <laughs> Sad state of affairs. All right. So also in the NFL, the uh, players did approve the collective bargaining agreement, which is their contract to play football for a living. And uh, it was a very close thing. There's a little over 2,000 players, and the contract was approved by 60 votes. Oh, wow. And Plus. it was pretty contentious. There was not a lot of happy people on both sides. So we'll see how that plays out over the season as that goes on. 
And the last bit of NFL news, free agency is supposed to start in a few days. There's rumors going around that they're going to hold off on that as well because of the virus. So we'll just have to kind of play that by ear and see what happens. All right. And main reason is because the, the uh, players travel to their new teams. They have press conferences, gatherings of people. They don't really want to do that. So we'll see what happens on that. Yeah. All right. Well, Rich, thank you for that update. Uh, Absolutely. Now tell us about how you're going to go hiking this week and talk about it on Friday's show. I'm going to go hiking this week and talk about it on Friday's show. Perfectly said. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so this is something that I'd already planned for the Sports in the Smoky show, is as we got into spring and everything started budding out, um, I wanted to go out and start doing some local hiking, because sports isn't just sitting on your couch watching sports. Sports is getting out in the outdoors and actually doing stuff. So I'm going to go hit a couple of trails. I'll take some videos, uh, get some pictures, and we'll talk about trail safety, how to protect both yourself and the trails while you're out there maybe in the smokies. Maybe you can do some fly fishing. That'd be fun. I would do some fly fishing, but we can't tell Kira about it because I use a hook. Uh, we're not going to tell her. We'll tell her after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll eat the fish. It'll be okay. It's, it's the circle of life. <laughs> Anyone? If you love animals, why do you eat their food? Well, because then oh. I wouldn't live. <laughs> See, I imagine being the animal, and I imagine the feelings that uh, it feels. And uh -huh. that's why I don't eat them or hurt them. Okay. I have complete respect for that. Yeah, that's fine. Because as that means there's more steak for me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. As long as you continue, and I know you're a very caring and loving person, as long as you're, that continues to humans, as long as you treat humans with the same respect that you treat animals, I'm all fine. I'm fine with that. Then you've taken it to the nth degree, but unfortunately we've got some people in the world who uh, don't treat humans well, and that's, that's always a shame. That's true. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of bad people out there. So, all right. Well, God bless you for that. <sighs> Speaking of, there is one sporting event I took place in over the weekend. What's that? I took a can of tuna fish to the local supermarket and rolled it down the aisle. <laughs> and said, stay away, it's mine! And then took bets on who got it. Wow. Oh, come on. He's kidding. He's oh, kidding. Are you sure? I'm positive. It would have been on the news. <laughs> we are the news. But I mean, we no, well, you saw what happened. There was some video at one of the warehouse clubs of some people fighting yeah. over a can of something. Yeah. It, yeah, it would have been on the news. Yep. He's kidding. Now, I mean, it is, it is silly at the grocery stores because... Uh, the lines are long, mm -hmm. you know, they're up all the way down the aisles. Um, I heard a funny joke on, on Facebook, I'm sure you've all seen the meme, that the crowds are so bad that Walmart opened a second register. <laughs> yeah, the memes are amazing. <laughs> I mean, we need, I, I think we might regret some of these down the road. I'm worried about that because, you know, at this point it's very easy for us to make jokes and I made a yeah. joke about how I wanted some, you know, days off, but uh, you know, so, so few of us in the room, we're practically social distancing anyway. We really are. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny to make jokes now. I just hope that I don't regret making jokes or these, these memes that you've seen online. I hope we don't regret those in t eight to 10 days time. You know, yeah. let's, uh, by doing a few steps now to hope that it blows over, you know, because that's what they say. If we overreact now, no one's gonna know. Everyone's gonna go, oh, we overreacted for nothing. Well. If we underreact, then everybody's going to know. That's true. You know. Well, stay safe out there. Yeah. 
We want you to come visit the Smoky Mountains and uh, watch our show on pod, or you can listen to us on podcast. That's true. You can watch us on Roku. If you're quarantined in the house, we're fantastic. We are. <laughs> when you have no other choices, we are the best show available. <laughs> you can watch us have fun and hopefully not catch any diseases. What's that? We're also still live. Most everything else is Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're here live doing the yeah. show on uh, Monday the 16th. That's why we can put your comments on our uh, Facebook page and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And we can and, respond to you, answer your questions. And, and we do have time in the schedule for, uh, for Kira and me to go out and, on our little adventures like we did last week. Yay. Except we probably won't go back to the, uh, the, the crowded shopping centers. <laughs> we'll go out yeah. and live, you know, where you can throw this yeah. into the, this thing. You don't even need water. Let's see if I can let's see if I can catch myself a Kira. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think I can catch her. She's not <laughs> Yeah, she's she's too rare. <laughs> All right. Well thank you, Kira, for a fine show. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Rich. Thank you to Matt Cameron, who left so fast. <laughs> I know. But, uh, we like you, Matt. I we love Matt Cameron. <laughs> And I think maybe he was used to the kind of the straight newsy interviews that yes. I had done with him in the past. I don't think he ever see, has seen this. This version of our show. This is the real me. Yeah. You know that. And the real me. So we were, and, and that's why we wanted to ask. But I really legitimately needed to know if you were going to get a ticket yeah. for this thing. Now, I probably wouldn't recommend using one of these guys. No, of course not. Like, that was just a joke. Yes. Because then you probably would harm some fish and get tickets and stuff. Let's I would see. just use like a weight. Let me see if I can hit Rich Haley right in the chest with it before we, as we sign off the show. Okay. Yeah. I, let's see. This goes on the bottom or the top? Um, bottom. All right. So then you put your finger here. Mm -hmm. You undo this. Mm -hmm. And then you take this part mm -hmm. and you aim it right at Rich. Yep. Nope. Close. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pole is so long. All this and you miss. But well, you got to put this back over. Oh, all right. Put this back over. Doesn't do it automatically? No. Well, this thing really is stuck to the wall. Look at, can you see how, how I got the bend I got in this? Because what is it stuck to? Nothing. Keep it's going. stuck to something. It's a cable. I got, I picked up something on this line. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> What's it stuck to now? The front of the? The desk. All right. You can, can you see this? I don't think we can see. There it is. Okay. Well, you I tried an answer. All right. Well, thank you very much. I've, I've, I've cast lines twice, and I'm done for life. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> Careful, you're pointing it. That thing's loaded. You're pointing it right at Rich Haley. Uh, please, 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 please like and share this episode of the show, because I'm worried about this one. <laughs> I, this, you know, don't let this be the last episode ever. Yeah. Just comment, like it, share it, do whatever you got to do. Um, Tell your friends about it. Yeah. Because this one was just off the, this one was crazy. This was a unique one. Well, thanks to you. Thanks to you. All right. <laughs> Roku, Facebook, YouTube, podcast, Morning in the Mountains, five days a week. Uh, do enjoy our program. We're back tomorrow. You and I are back tomorrow mm -hmm. for St. Patrick's Day. Plans? Uh, actually, do we have plans for tomorrow? We do. I don't think we should tell them yet, or should we? Why not? Of course we do. We, we, this okay. is a tease. It's, it's a beauty pageant theme. And St. Patrick's, because I'm going to wear my green, my green tie tomorrow. Or a green dress. You're going to wear a green dress? No, you are. We didn't even talk about we did not. the flip the switch challenge. We did not. Uh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> well, maybe we'll save that for tomorrow. We'll save that for tomorrow. Because we're going to have a, a young uh, beauty contestant, uh, Caitlin Federick, is coming in mm -hmm. to talk about a program that she does to encourage the troops, keeping all troops encouraged, K-A-T-E. 
is her service project, and, uh, oh. and she's going to be competing, I think, for Miss Tennessee or Miss Tennessee Teen. We'll ask her tomorrow, uh, and we'll, we can talk to her about the Flip the Switch Challenge, which if you haven't seen it, I, how do I describe it? Except that um, it's a thing where you dance and you turn off the lights and then you switch places, kind of? Yeah. It's it's simple. You can find it on our page, though. Yeah, so check that out, and uh, um, and do watch again tomorrow for our St. Patrick's show with yes. uh, with beauty queen Caitlin Federick. Yes. All right, thank you, Kira. Thank you, Frank. You're watching Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy, and I'm Kira Cup, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.